this is the Abby Normal Podcast, here to tell you that you're weird, and that's normal. is all-encompassing. Voicemails, voice memos, vagina monologues, virtual matriarchy. It's the shit that, like, we weren't intentionally recording. Right. I want to tell you about one of the side effects of unemployment that I was not expecting, especially as an a pretty frugal person and that is online shopping out of boredom (laughs) (laughs) that's a problem it is a problem yeah i have made a great many purchases several of which you accompanied me with to return today correct and that became a bit of a saga didn't it uh yes because holiday traffic has already begun at least in the target parking lot the target parking lot otherwise known as Hell on Earth. (laughs) Seventh circle of hell. Yes. (laughs) It's the worst one. Yeah. You got stuck behind that infinity that didn't know where they were going. The whole, like, and we were behind them for like a minute. They couldn't decide what lane they were in. They couldn't decide where they were turning. Like, they did that thing where they were like really far to the left, but then turned right. You can't do that in the Bay Area. That's not how it works. At one point, you were behind them driving the same direction. And then at another point, they were driving towards you and they were like equally annoying going both directions. Yes, yes, that's exactly right. And then we also witnessed the classic someone turns on their blinker to wait for an alleged yeah. good spot. Yeah, not necessary. Not necessary. And then it created a traffic jam, a backup in that aisle. Right. Just go. Just go. Just, Just keep looking. Go to the end of the lane. Just keep going. You just find a spot. Maybe that one's not not for you. Block 47 people. No. Unless they're in the process of backing out, that is the only time it is appropriate to stop. A hundred percent. If you see brake lights, it's fine. If you have a disabled or pregnant person with you and you really need a close spot. Yeah. That's it. And then none of the disabled spots are open. Correct. Yeah. And then we also bore witness to in my opinion, one of the cardinal sins of parking in a public place, Mm -hmm. which is it's a busy, busy parking lot. But yet you take the time to back into a parking spot with your minivan into a compact spot. Right. So I have a couple questions. I'm not going to be able to answer them. I know, but I feel like we have to ask. Because I'm not a backing into a parking spot person. No, of course not. I'm not either. I mean, I never have been because I'm not super confident in my ability to do that. Like, I'm an excellent parallel parker, but straight backing into a spot, uh-uh. Mm-mm. Because it takes too long. Right. So how can it be worth the time investment? I don't know. Even with the backup cam, I'm so- I am I still don't feel good about it and my ability to do it in an expeditious enough fashion. Further, though, you're going to target. Yes. Don't you need to be able to access the back of your car easily to you know put put things in it like put all of your target bags into right yeah that's my question where are your bags gonna go where are they gonna go what is the point of that minivan if not to put target bags in it right i don't get it i don't get it either aaron people backing into parking spots why i need more context you're at the grocery store you back into the parking spot why well Have you ever noticed how annoying it is to back up out of a parking spot when you're like, say, at Target and those dipshits always come zooming down after you've already backed like halfway out and then honk at you? 
Like you got in their way, even though you were already backing up before they turned down the aisle. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. You know the fucking idiots I'm talking about. You're like backing out and all of a sudden this car zooms and they're like, beep, get out of my way. Okay. Because you had the audacity to back up your car as they were coming down the aisle or even before. You just impeded their forward momentum. Well, if you pull them backwards, you can see those people easier. Because you're like, then you're pulling out like face first so you can see the idiots. Right. But doesn't backing into the spot, one, take more time initially and two make it harder to access your trunk or hatchback where you normally put your bags? I mean, I don't know. I don't back in. <laughs> You're just defending them for no I feel like you do back in. I've definitely been in your car numerous times when you back in. That's why I asked for context. Like at work, I usually back in. Okay, why? Because where I park in the parking garage, if I back out, I have to do this whole dance to get my car facing the right direction so that I can then drive out of the parking garage. Whereas if I back into my spot, I can just pull out and go the right direction. Okay. But like in parking lots, unless I can pull all the way through to the next spot, you know, like there's no curb or anything and then be facing out. So that's your favorite way to do it or only way you'll do it? Like in a parking lot, that's the only way. Okay. I'm not taking the time to back into my spot. Thank goodness, because that's a cardinal sin. Do you feel like it's rude to other drivers when it's a busy parking lot to take the time to back in? I mean, parking lots are basically Lord of the Flies. I don't give a fuck. What do you you mean? (laughs) But at work and at the parking garage, like I prefer to back in. And I usually park like in a corner. But if there's all kinds of traffic behind me... Either I'll just pull forward or I'll go up another floor, whatever I have to do to not hold up other drivers. So I guess that's the point of what we're talking about. You're not an asshole if you're going to back into a spot. You make sure it's not inconveniencing or impeding anyone else. That is true. Yeah, I only get that like backing out, people honking at you problem here in front of our house. (laughs) Trying to back out of our driveway is a nightmare. Because definitely I'll be fully out of our driveway and people will still like honk and go around me. Yeah, people are real dickbags. Yeah, just hold on. Wait, I'm literally in the road right now. Like, let me just get going. Our driveway is probably where it would make the most sense to back in, but I don't. Because it's on a busy street and it would take too long. And because you'd be blocking people. It would make leaving a lot more convenient. All these stupid giant cars people drive. You can't see around the car till you're in the street. Right. Like, why is there a monster truck on the street now? Well, I don't know. Fuck that guy. Is he from Fresno? Where Where did that guy come from with that big truck? <laughs> he has to live across the street, right? Because that truck is here every night. Yeah, that is not a Bay Area truck. That is the no. weirdest thing to see out Fully a monster truck. It's so bad. It's a bro dozer if I've ever seen one. <laughs> even legal i mean it's not that big but it's definitely giant for the bay area yeah it is i don't i don't know why you would drive a car like that where do you park i drive a tiny hatchback and if i'm going somewhere inconvenient like i'll uber and my car is like barely bigger than a smart car right i'm like i'll never find a spot for my mini cooper usually it's not the parking i hate it's the waiting for parking that i hate or looking for parking And then when you go to leave and there's always somebody waiting for you to get it, I hate it. 
I mean, thankfully, once the parking situation was resolved, it was a pretty quick in and out trip. Sure. I appreciated that. Yeah. I returned meat. I returned a flocked Christmas tree. I just learned what that was (laughs) the hard way in that I purchased an artificial Christmas tree because I have a new dog. And for pet safety, I was not confident in having a real tree in my house. So I didn't take my time to look up what flocked was, Mm -hmm. which is when they put the artificial snow on the tree. I don't know what that is. I don't know what chemical material they use for that. No. But when I unboxed the tree that I had purchased from Target, cute little four foot spruce or fir or some shit like that, it... It shed all of whatever that white shit is uh-huh. all upon my living room. So that was a big hell no. Right back in that box, that tree went and <laughs> went back to Target today. Instead, I got... So so I guess the one from Target was supposed to be like, maybe it's real, maybe it's not. It's, you know, artificial, but it's supposed to be real looking. Okay. I just went the entirely fake direction. So my tree now has like tinsel branches. It's like yes. gold and silver metallic. Yes, queen. And it's adorable. I love it. It is very cute. It's like a taller version of your tree, which is silver metallic pencil tree. Right, right, right. Mine's just a little shorter. Yeah, we're into like the vintage look. Just do it. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to go fake. Go all the way. Go double D's. Like Dolly. Shock and awe. (laughs) And I've decorated my tree. So I feel like historically, ornaments are supposed to be like a sentimental thing that you collect over time. So I am single and I'm not close with my family. Yeah. So I don't have any like ornamental heirlooms. Yes. So I've had to begin to acquire these on my own. And I can't tell if that's sad or not. (gasps) I got a bunch of just like cheapy ornaments a while ago. And then this year I was like, I want a couple of nice ornaments. So I ordered them online and they're like woodland creatures. Like there's like an owl and a fox and some cute shit like that, like an acorn. And I feel like I have a super cute tree this year. But also is it weird that I'm like starting my ornament collection being a single person and and these ornaments aren't coming from like a family place? Okay, your tree is so Cute. I love it. Thank you. And I also have opinions about Christmas ornaments. Tell me. Okay. My parents gave me an ornament every year for Christmas, which is a very adorable gesture. I'm an adult now, and I don't necessarily like all of the ornaments that they've given me for freaking... How old am I? I'm 40. Don't... For 40 years, I do not need to put up their 40 ornaments. So basically, I cut and paste. You pick and choose. <laughs> I pick and choose the ornaments that I like and put them up. And then I supplement with ornaments that I actually like in my now adulthood being. And we're really into like robots and spacemen. You know, like that kind of 60s space vibe. Little, yeah, you're super mod. Yeah. Oh, dude, we're super mod. Yeah. There was also a period like when I got divorced, I had some girlfriends that were like, girl, we're going to get your like Christmas tree on point. F that guy. This is like your zone. And so we went and we like bought ornaments for my single tree. Is um, it like broken hearts and like vaginas? Uh, Yes. It's the ornaments are very precious to my heart. There's like a flamingo and like a surfer Santa 
So those those ornaments are also on the tree. So long story short, I feel like your tree should express yourself, your history, your present, your future. Past, Christmas, present, future. And love. And love. Love across the decades. Love actually <laughs> is all you need. <laughs> I like that movie. It's fine. Okay, so we've talked about our Christmas trees. How do you decorate your tree? Like, what's your... Do you have a tradition with regard to that? No. But, like, December 1 is when I want to decorate. Okay, so, like, shortly thereafter Thanksgiving. Yeah. So you want to recover from your trip to fan hangover and then decorate your tree. For sure. Because nothing is sadder than Christmas decorations after Christmas. Yes and no. No, they have to come down immediately. It's I don't depressing. agree with that because depressing. I don't agree with that totally because I have friends that keep their tree up and they nope. they call it their Valentine's Day tree. Um, uh, no, it's a thing. It's not a thing. Okay. If you well tend to your living tree, it can it can hang on that long. You're biting your nails furiously, making me feel like you're very concerned about the idea. Yeah. I mean, if 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 those people are into it, then I'm happy for them. But for me, my Christmas tree is sad on December 26th. Okay, maybe January 1st. It just, like, represents all of that, like, hope and joy and peace. And now it's done and take it down and go back you don't to wanna, real life. You and don't, our president's being impeached and everything. I mean, that, I have hope <laughs> for that. And I would be joyful for that result. I just feel like you can carry that hope and joy and whatever into the new year. Okay. I have adverse feelings about stores carrying Christmas things immediately after or prior to Halloween. Like, give us a minute. Give us just one hot minute. Yeah, like your freaking neighbors have their Halloween decorations up in September and in November. It was too long. It was too long. I don't like a giant inflatable tarantula being next door to my house for that long. So long. Take heed, dear listeners. Be cautious about your holiday decorations. But also, you can leave your tree up as long as you want. It's not sad. Abby's wrong. To each their own. So following the Target return situation, we went to Safeway to acquire some groceries. And here's what happened. You flirted with our checker, Matt. I did not. So Matt the checker flirted with you. Maybe. You were like, oh my God, my eggs are going to be crushed. And Matt was like, I'll crush your eggs. Ew. (laughs) That's... Not exactly what happened. You were playing Tetris on the conveyor belt uh-huh. where you put the groceries. I was trying to pack them in. You were. Yeah. Thank- and that was helpful. Thank, Thank you. you. And he was just like, yeah, but then it does this like curve in thing. And he's like, your eggs are going to be crushed. And you were like, I don't understand. I did not understand. And Matt should have minded his business. <laughs> he was concerned <laughs> about the eggs. <laughs> exactly. So anyway, we rearranged the way things were put on the conveyor belt. And then he kept chatting with us, probably because he thought we were funny. Maybe. Or he liked your butt. Possibly. <laughs> but I also have the theory that he's uh, he was ginger. And when gingers see each other, because our recessive gene is dying, we feel this weird, like, 
biological pull to just like procreate populate Pro- right procreate yeah true. repopulate the earth with redheads <laughs> so maybe that was what it was uh, that was probably what it was then he was just like i'm great with people until i'm not and i was like i get that <laughs> <laughs> you were like and also i use a lot of sunscreen you matt and he was like hell yeah <laughs> Well, I feel like that was a really good first date that you guys had. I mean, I don't think it's going to work out between Matt and I. Why? I don't know. I just think we want different things. I don't know. If if anyone can, like, remain calm in the retail space during the holidays, they're a keeper. He was also, like, supervisor, too. He was at an elevated position. Really? Hey, big money. Moving up the ladder. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'll go back to Safeway later tonight and say what's up. Later tonight. <laughs> it's open 24 hours. <laughs> it sounds sounds like a good second move. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Hey, boy. I just needed these tampons and this fourth bottle of wine. I bought zero wine while I was there and no tampons. I didn't buy anything embarrassing. Well, it's time to take it to the next level. I though. bought lots of leafy greens. That's true. So now let's be honest. Yeah, so like ice cream, tampons, wine, and cat food. Correct. (laughs) And cat food. (laughs) Here's the real giant, giant bags. Yeah. Zit cream. Oh. Monistat. Oh. Toe fungal treatment. (laughs) I don't don't need any of those things. You don't need those things. (laughs) 